BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Hyder, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business, or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. So let's get right into it. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Bigger podcast. Where do I even begin with today's episode? It was such an incredible conversation. It was with Jessica Stone, who is a channel, an intuitive healer, an energy worker, and she is just incredible. In today's episode, we cover everything from leading our lives from a soul-centered place, being more positive, working with energy frequencies, channeling into our intuition. There's so much and there's so much that we can all take away from this conversation. And I think you guys will really, really enjoy it. It was actually one of the only conversations I've had where I've, where I didn't even need to glance at my notes. Typically I flow with any conversation, but I have guiding questions and I didn't even need to look at them. So it was really a very special conversation. And at the beginning of the, the interview, Jessica did a healing or like a, yeah, I guess like a little session on me and you guys will get insight into it. But essentially to give you guys a little bit of a rundown and some context, you guys know I'm Canadian and um, Nish and I applied for our visa to the States, which is taking so long. And, you know, it's been a point of I guess, introspection for me. And it's been a little bit tough to deal with. And so that's the kind of context that you guys need. She did a little session on me based on this because it's kind of been on my mind so heavily. So you guys are going to get an insight into that and so much more in this episode. And I'm just really excited to bring it to you. Before we dive in, let's talk about this week's review. It comes to us from AbsJ618. And they say, truly look forward to every episode. So much to say, not enough words to say it. Sif is not only a talented wellnesspreneur, but a wonderful pod host. Whenever I listen, I glean more insight on what it takes to run a successful business and how to up-level in so many different areas in life. Thank you for all you do. You're an expander to so many. This is just such a sweet comment and review, and I so appreciate it. It really does mean the world to me. And you know, you guys, if you have five seconds of time, please do rate and review the show. All you have to do is scroll down to the bottom of the Apple podcast app where it says rate and review the show. If you feel like I've deserved it, please leave me a five star rating. And in the review section, tell me what you're loving. Tell me what you want to see more of dream guests. I, you know, I shape the way that the show goes based on feedback from you guys. So anything you can tell me is helpful so that I show up as a better host every single week. And I really just appreciate anything you can tell me. It helps the show get out to more people. It tells Apple that, you know, you guys are liking the show. So it really is the best way to support me. And I really appreciate anyone taking the time out to do that. All right. This week's hot tip. It's a book. Okay. And I don't know why I've not talked about it in the past because I've been meaning to, but it's a book called The Alter Ego Effect by Todd Herman. And it essentially nails down the science behind how we can tap into an alter ego in order to do things that we're nervous about, show up like the best version of ourselves. It talks about how athletes have been doing this for 
and eternity, how, you know, it goes over Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. That's like the most common example. And it goes over how we can use this principle to apply it to our own lives. So it's a really, really like good, juicy book, which is full of great takeaways and applicable tips, which is my favorite kind of book. And I'm sure you guys will love it. All right. With that, let's welcome Jessica Stone to the Dream Bigger podcast. But you can just tap into that anytime you want to. Yeah, it's very much like, I mean, I don't walk around, I don't walk around like reading people's energy. It's not like that. Yeah. I, like I have a huge boundaries on that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. Both, you know, course, I, I, I find can imagine. it so disrespectful. Someone walks up and like, hey, I have a message about you. I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. Like, what you, you know, like, <laughs> no, just because your hairdresser, like don't walk up and cut people's hair, you know, but yeah, I mean, it's so it's channeling what I do. And basically, I mean, we are all channeling whether what our parents told us, what we, you know, what our bosses tell us, what social media is trending, you know, what fashion trends are trending, right? So we're all channeling something through us. And then there's this whole segment of places that, you know, the gravitational pull pulls us into that frequency, everything outside of that. So if you learn to tap into it, I mean, it's mediumship to guides, to higher self, to literally you can tap into different frequencies of the body. So it's just this whole other place. But like if someone, for example, is dealing with a block, okay, like say like they feel a certain type of way or like there's like some obstacle in their way and they're like not being able to like figure out exactly what that is or like what it means. Like, can you help like figure what figure out what that even is yeah definitely like so you work backwards in the sense of when you figure out where physically it's holding on them because you know and they're pretty much finding this in research now is we hold on our physical body like we're borrowing energy from the cells of our body which they have all this now data on it's causing illness down the road and sickness but you locate that then you can go backwards into either the i guess third dimensional world of okay when you were 17 this came up, it's literally in a loop on you. The, you know, the hardware doesn't know any different. And so then you work backwards into the like higher place of what was a reason for it, you know, how to navigate forward. And so, yes, I mean, a thousand percent on blocks. It's this place that you can pretty much unwind really quickly and actually know, you know, and like have that knowing information instead of like, oh, it's, it's just that and keeping it black and white is and it's usually a deeper meaning and usually something very complex and sometimes hard to hear. Uh-huh. And I mean, and you can even get into, you know, when I do work with people, if there's nothing coming up in this lifetime, nothing coming up in this physical sense. It's like generational. You can go either generational, you know, and again, this is all luckily been, you know, proven now. I just that- read a book. It's it didn't start with you. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. I haven't read it. Yeah, it it is about the fact that there is like generational trauma is like a real thing. And like, you know, obviously like we I mean, now it's being talked about that like childhood, like shit that you hold on to. But like it can go back. It can stem from your mom, your grandma, like whoever it is, you know, like even longer lineages. We start no matter what our cellular memory within our grandma when your mom's an egg. So no matter what that moment from when your grandma was pregnant up until now is in your cellular memory so you're like oh you know that's a lot but then you go further back and it's even like the key places and this can go into human design or astrology or birth order or socioeconomics or you know whatever is going on in our life what codes we pick up from our dna and actually start to shift them and start to go oh this is like weirdly i gravitated towards that lesson plan where i have this sibling who had the exact same you know, situation, yes, there's likeness, but they're choosing different option route, you know? So it's, it's amazing the, you know, the esoteric side that has always been around and pretty much like pretty welcomed in a lot of other places besides our Western world. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, this very kind of science, Western-based idea how they're learning how, oh, it's correlated, different verbiage, different, you know, different language, but pretty much all saying the same thing. So say someone comes to you and they have like an issue, like maybe it's like stemming from some trauma. Talk to me about how you like work through it. So if someone comes in and is like, okay, I have- I've been, for example- Yeah, give me one of yours and we can actually go, you know, through these places. And if we want, we can channel a little bit. (laughs) Let's get weird. Oh my God. Okay. So- (laughs) We don't need a session. We can just do this here. Oh, clearly. (laughs) Okay. So one thing that I've been trying to figure out, this is like right there on air, like let's go. Yeah. But I have been having issues with our visa. Like it's taking a while to come and I feel like it's, it's like 
there's a reason for it, but I can't quite figure out what it is. Yeah. And I feel like maybe there's some sort of a block there as well. And I can't, again, like I can't figure out what it is. And like, I'm trying to do some like release work around it. And I was doing it today and it was like, okay, like, does it stem from like a place of like, okay, am I not worthy of it or something like that? You know what I mean? So, (laughs) well, okay. So then, and I'll show you just how we usually tap into, you know, so say someone comes in and a lot of people come in without even a question. They just are like, hey, let's flow. But since you have a question, I, I love when we actually tap into certain places. So just close your eyes, take a breath, like get centered here for a second. And what I'm doing right now is just as we feel like love from somebody, just as we feel like, ooh, when someone's pissed off in the room, we feel that energy. Mm-hmm. And again, it doesn't even have to be inside the room. It can be far away. So immediately on this, what your guides are giving is the worthiness is a topical thing. And we'll go into that secondly and kind of go into where you hold that on your body. But the the actual, I guess, like clear area is around this visa issue, you are at a place where your life is happening. I mean, this is, let's say this is a positive problem. Let's spin it because what the beautiful thing happening right now is you've gotten a hold of what you need and what you want so deeply mm-hmm. that you are in a in a beautiful way in control of your life right now. You are in control of your decisions and you're not letting things fly at you from the outside. You're working from the inside out. So that's where you're at in life. Like, congratulations, you're at that level. This visa situation is the landscape of it looks chaotic, meaning whatever is going on, whatever the process is, whatever the energy around it is, it's slower moving than where you're at. Mm -hmm. So almost see it as, it's almost like writing a check compared to being able to Venmo. Does that make sense? Is you're working on a level of frequency right now where things happen quicker and this process looks slower vibration. So the real issue is, that one, just give this time. Yeah, It's going to work out. It's mm-hmm. completely fine. It's going to work out. And I guess congratulations because you're working in a way faster flow. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong on that. Now let's go secondly, that has nothing to do with your energy, mm-hmm. a curse, a block or anything. That is just, whoa, You your frequencies at this place where in knowing that I would suggest to you to be like, let me push this further. What can I actually get and ask in life because it's flowing towards you. But the place around, am I not worthy? The place around what it looks like is a like, like it's a it's a drive for you, and it's all it's like your shadow and your light, and this all stems from root chakra. Whether you realize or not, from a very young age, you felt this need to prove. And I'm going to go further than that because that's such a general way. You you realized you had to almost up your energy, which the byproduct is you're in this rad place where you can manifest and create. So you had to you had to be quicker. You had to be more intuitive. You had to rely on intuition to function in this world, to actually be able to even just get by. And now it's this rad place. But at that time, it so it became your light space of this ability to read a room, a situation, and go zoop and maneuver into it to almost chameleon into a place. But it's it's also this place that it's like the the fuel that drives you. So it's always going to be there. So whenever you feel that place of like, oh, I'm not worthy, be like, well, technically, yeah, I have this little girl inside me going, you're not worthy, but that pushes her. So you don't want to get rid of it because she's actually driving then this high frequency that you're creating. So that would be all root chakra because it's a positive, And I don't know you well, but I assume it's your life so is going decent. Accurate what you're saying. Like I'm like, it's so crazy. Gut. <laughs> like it's so crazy. Oh my God. Like, See, we is... don't need our session. We're doing it here. But so if you wanted to, because I'm like, I, I really like I'm a fan of self-acceptance rather than changing instead of being like, I'm always going to heal. It's like, you know, I'm going to stop healing and just accept what I'm working with. You know, one, always like give your little girl like, hey girl, I see you. And you're like, I'm not worthy and I don't deserve to be here. So you push a little further, but it would be root chakra stuff. So if it ever was like say in a relationship or in your work becoming a block or a hindrance, you want to do root chakra work, which is shoes off, stand in the grass, feel that coming up. Our earth balances out that pretty naturally, jump in the ocean. Another thing you can do is like any stones like black tourmaline or like a carnelian, just anything to ground your energy down. Keep that around if you start to feel it getting too escalated. Because you don't want to get rid of her. Yeah. You just don't want her to like take control. Okay, this is like truly just 
Wow. Because I do feel like, I feel like I can manifest things really quickly. Like yeah. if I, if I put my mind to something, it happens. And so what you're saying about this process, it's like slower than what everything else is. And I feel like yeah. I just, things happen so quickly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it births from, let's call it trauma, birth from insecurity. Yeah. And that's the thing. We're always looking at everything in life. Like, you know, our hardships is like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, like, thank you parents for being mediocre. Thank you for school for being hard or thank you. Like, always giving thanks to our tough places because they birth these absolute like it's it's math it you know just as the sun has the moon light has dark you know it it births an opposite mathematical equation so always give such gratitude and learn to maintain it and control it to use it to your good this episode is brought to you by babe original for longer looking lashes in as little as six weeks all right, guys, let's talk lashes, specifically long, luscious lashes that get you tons of compliments and that you yourself cannot stop staring at because that is where I'm at in life. OK, it's time to up level our lashes. So I had very short, very straight lashes. OK, I got lash extensions for years and then the pandemic hit my lash extensions went away my lashes were shorter than ever and i frankly didn't think that any product in the world could help someone like myself but i was willing to try something so i had seen one of my friends have really really promising results with a lash serum and so i was like okay let me try babe original and they have their essential serum which gets you longer looking lashes in as little as six weeks so you know i was willing to try it and i did and i took pictures every single week up to actually like the seven or eight week timeline okay so past the six weeks you guys when you look at my week one versus my week six, the results are astonishing. You can actually go see it on my Instagram. I posted the before and after it's in my links highlight on stories. If you're, if you're interested, you should really go see it. My lashes are insanely long. I'm so happy with the results and I feel like it's just something that I'm going to be using for a very, very long time. Babe Original promises longer looking lashes in as little as six weeks and is so confident in their results that they have a 90 day satisfaction guarantee. I cannot even imagine you guys not seeing results in that period of time. So I'm really excited for everyone to try this product. It really is a game changer. Babe Original has offered you guys a special code. Use the code DREAMBIGGER at checkout to save 15% off your order. You and your long lashes can thank me later. Hi guys, my name is Sarah Nicole and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays, subscribe, rate and review it and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the Birds Papaya on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. I actually love that you talk about like honoring that side of you. It's almost like, you know, when we go through hardships in life, right? My whole take is, Okay, so I'll give you an example. Last yeah. year, I had a really bad accident, okay? Yeah. It, like shattered my face. I had brain injuries. And I remember my entire family, like my husband, like freaking out, okay? Everyone was like, oh my God, like, are you okay? And I was so peaceful. I was like, it's yeah. fine. Like, you know, this happened to me because I can handle it. Yeah. And I'm supposed to learn from it. And I'm supposed to get stronger from it. And I feel like I've always, I don't know, like, I think I've like harnessed that ability that like yeah. whatever I've gone through, like, toughness like I feel like there is like something to be taken from there you exactly. know and I don't want to like erase those hardships because it's what has made me who I am and like every hardship that I go through will continue to make me a stronger person yeah and the accident and I'm sorry that happened but the accident is neutral mm -hmm. because for somebody someone could get an accident 
and it changed their whole life. The paramedic was their new husband and now they're in love and Fiji or whatever. Yeah. Or it's the worst thing ever and they spiral down. So everything is neutral except for our little, if you imagine our little auras, our electric magnetic fields all bopping around, then this landscape we're in, everything is neutral besides that. And so it's how we take on those things is how basically our life goes. So I am just listening to You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Okay. And it's like my second time listening to the book on audio. And she just today, like literally an hour before our interview, I was listening to this part where she was like, say rain. It's just a neutral situation. Okay. It's just weather. And you can find someone who is like, oh, it's going to be a shit day because it's raining. And then someone else who's like, oh my God, it's a rainy day. Like, let me cozy up with my book or like put on my rain jacket and my rain boots and go outside and make the most of it. And so it's like the rain is, it's just another factor in life. You know what I mean? And it's like really what our ability is to like make of it. So like there's people who, will make like the most of any scenario. Yeah, it's have crops grow or it's gonna yeah. like flood your house, yeah. you know? But it's like, it's just is. There's no good or bad in it. I actually love that you say that it's like a neutral thing. That's yeah. very, very cool. And I think one thing in wellness or holistic wellness or this whole woo-woo world that, you know, I, I find, I guess, could get shifted or switched in a sense is this place that we constantly have to heal or bring up like, okay, we work on this trauma, then we bring up another one and another one. It's like, when does this end? And, you know, for me, it was a big breakthrough moment, you know, because I also, you know, that like all of that is, again, it's just a perspective. And if you keep looking and you keep trying to identify with these places that, you know, if you your whole identity was around your car accident, be like, why does that moment own you? Mm-hmm. Instead, use it as fuel. Fuel, like let the energy like move through you, you know, let physics take place and then continue forward. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it is a place of just complete acceptance that really I think we're trying to achieve of like, this is what I'm working with and how can I like do the best out into the world and be the best for other people. So when it comes to this sort of like honoring certain parts of yourself, right? Say someone has a habit of getting into like very bad relationships. Like how do they how do they work through that, get to a better place while still honoring that? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, relationships, they're probably one of the biggest mirrors, biggest places that work comes because you really see so many, you know, you have to see many more aspects. You know, there's so many scenarios with relationships, you know, the whole psychological side of, well, you're repeating your mother, father patterns, you're repeating, you know, even grandparents. And then you have the side of like, you might be someone who just loves a little bit of chaos, you know, is that bad or good? So it's really just this internal place of like, does this make me feel good? Mm -hmm. And if it's a no, then it's going working backwards of like, okay, why do I choose these relationships? Is it because systematically we are told we need to get married and have some kids and buy the house are you working off that program? Okay, then you could work on your sacral, your root chakra to reprogram that of like, wait a second, this whole time I realized I'm just a world traveler hippie that wants to get married at 60 and I never wanted kids. But you literally have programs in your body. So that's where you can do the physical energetic work to reprogram them and go, I can accept myself instead of either subconsciously getting in relationships that, you know, aren't going to work out because secretly that is what your soul wants, mm-hmm. but you're trying to go against programming. And then you go into a whole place of, ooh, I choose red flag people. That is simply, you know, it's as we do work, as we go through life, you know, I think things should get easier and clearer each time. So it might take a few relationships and that's okay to learn. Obviously, if you're in a scary situation or an abusive run, you know, and ask for help. But if it's the it's the usual talks stuff that a lot of us get into, is this something to communicate with this partner and work through together? Or is this, you know, because we can often blame the other partner. They're toxic. They're red flags. But I haven't communicated. I also like to push their buttons. I like to show my hurt. And so they are a hurt person too. You know, so it's these places that it's not necessarily run from these relationships. It's this internal place of like what feels good. And if I truly want this, how to re-navigate it and do it in the healthiest manner, you know, by reaching out, there's luckily tons of podcasts, books, and all these things to work on, you know, these best versions of self. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Talk to me about channeling, because you said obviously off air that like it's always something that you kind of felt. Yeah. How did you feel it? Like, how did you know that you were channeling? And what does that even mean to someone yeah. who's like completely new to it? Yeah. Well, one thing with it is, and I think, you know how some kids are just born, like you're like, oh, you're going to be a basketball player or whoa, you're an amazing natural musician. Mm -hmm. You know how you just see people that from a young age, I think, you know, half of it is like, okay, I had a natural ability to do this but the other has, half has been work. I mean, this is what I do all day, every day. But as a child, you know, when I first kind of, I guess, realized it is, you know, I'd be like, oh, you know what the oily person said? And I think what I was seeing was auras and no one else would know what I was talking about. And I was like, <laughs> you know, it's like my core memories of this. And usually core memories come from either excitement or embarrassment was like one time you like telling some friends and no one else. And, you know, just being a kid, be like, Oh my God, you know, like, okay. So I, you know, and these, these spirits will come spirits. I think it's more imprints, like leftover, like kind of like dust on a table, you know, would communicate and have messages and nothing freaky or scary, but just like intense. Mm -hmm. And so I think my mom saw that I was a little bit of a weird kid, you know? So she gave me tons of tools. And, you know, luckily with some books, I learned how to actually appropriately channel by using the physical body. And that's something I can teach you and your followers too, if you want. It's a really yeah. simple process that helps with even like what, you know, supplements to use, what food to put in your body, what people feel good. Yeah. But I just started learning to channel like that. And I've worked with the same guide group since I was about probably 12 years old. Wow. So that is who I do a lot of my work with. But channeling, what is channeling? Again, like I said, off air, we are either channeling what Disney gave us or what our parents are telling us, what our teachers, you know, or like, again, this the standard of living in California. So we're channeling that and we're getting ourselves in the group, meaning like, oh, I'm a fun fashion girl that also does wellness that, you know, is a mom, a friend. Like, so we get into these categories of channels and what these channels look like. Imagine in the ocean channels that all of a sudden are in flow and fish migrate in them, you know, so you're in collective consciousness in that point, which you can go super deep into if that's where, you know, if you identify with the car wreck people, mm -hmm. then you are forever swimming right. in that stream. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, so you want to always be an individual. You want to have its least amount of earthside streams as possible. So how do you do that? You start channeling from higher frequency. You learn to turn your dial higher. And at that point, as long as you guys are all open to, you know, something abstract is there's a mil there's way more things happening outside of here than here. Yeah. So once you learn that you're not alone, like, you know, even there's so much love and like grace given to you from the other side, you know, you learn to channel those places, you learn to channel intuition. I do not believe anybody on this earth like doesn't have intuition. We all have it. We just nobody listens. So how can we tap into that? Like te teach us. <laughs> so with channeling one, you want to just sit. This is a physical body one and it's good because it bypasses the brain. So you kind of, you know, our brain is our biggest, you know, opponent. And I can mm -hmm. get into that in a second. But for the physical body, our physical body is very basic mm -hmm. and gives us really clear answering. You know, you know, when you eat something weird, you're like, oh, yeah. you know, whether you wanted to like it or not, your body will let you know. Mm -hmm. So um, you hold up. This is water. So it's great. Yeah. But this is, so I want you to take this example first. So you're sitting up, but imagine yourself. I know we've all been in either a public situation or a bar or a restaurant where, you know, you see a guy across the room and you're like, zoom, I want to go towards it. Or you might see another guy and your friend's like, look at him. And you're like, no, yeah, there's no difference. So what is pulling you towards one? What is pulling you against? So we have these invisible strings pulling us around. And so you can do this so you can hold up an apple. I like to do this with supplements. I think supplements because we all have, you know, different bodies. Mm -hmm. You can hold it up to the solar plexus area, which is like the gut mm -hmm. and just hold it. You'll feel your body pull towards or against. And wow. so your body will know, is this for me? Is this not for me? And test it out with some things, you know, like if apples do great for you, apples obviously water you're going to feel that sensation find a person you know that you like watch how you feel that natural gravitational pull in and so this is a good way just to play with like quick is this good for my body or not and you know some of us again like the ones that and you can go into human design and stuff of like some people who love to go rogue i mean i definitely spent a large even my partner now for as far as relationships i love a little bit of 
chaos. Mm -hmm. So part of my pull doesn't feel as sacred and Mm -hmm. like beautiful as the water bottle, you know? So understanding like what's pulling me, what's not. Mm -hmm. And why is this pulling me? So that's just a way to channel the physical body. And at that point, you can take it further. But again, this is bypassing the brain is just actually listening to the full message below it. Mm -hmm. Like when we tapped in, I knew your root chakra was activating in that moment, that conversation, that's what activated. And Mm -hmm. then we went further into channel on then what's the message from higher self guides into the why behind it. That is so fascinating. So you said that our brain is our biggest enemy. Is that what you said? Yeah. Why is that? You know, our brain is our brain is intelligent. It's a beautiful piece of equipment, you know, it but if you ever like close your eyes in in meditation, you're gonna realize you're the observer, your soul self, your intuitive self, and you're gonna realize your brain's just going off, thinking thoughts of like, Am I doing this right? I'm bored. What am I getting for lunch? There's two different things happening. So once you identify you're the observer, you can start to realize your brain which is highly intelligent is basically running the show or your soul self is and you know if you want to take it further we technically are animals we just have this special thing Mm -hmm. where we're able to have more soul and everything we're not working off primal instinct and so our brain is you know i I describe most of our brains as like a a battered little puppy Mm -hmm. because most of us had childhoods that not necessarily even fucked up but just no tools Mm -hmm. so we have these you know battered puppy like orphans and so when you tap into intuition or meditation immediately it's like ah, i'm scared mm-hmm. and like gives you all the reasons not to because it's used to all the like negative or abandonment or all those places mm-hmm. so it's really the slow process of you know day after day letting your brain get more and more comfortable with understanding the soul is actually going to be your caretaker, mm-hmm. your leader, and allowing you know the brain to come in and be comfortable in that place. Because until then, your brain's going to fight you on it, fight you on it. And once you can control that from the brain space, then the soul space, it it's like life becomes very, very simple. So then if someone is like very much, you know, brain cerebral forward, type, yeah, yeah. Cerebral, which is like kind of what most of us are until yeah. like we try to like, implement certain mindfulness practices and actually like be quite like habitual about it you know where can someone start like say they're like I want to lead from a soul place versus a brain place like what what like what do you recommend for them I recommend mainly is consistency in the practice of it like anything if you're like I'm gonna learn the guitar I'm sure we've all claimed that and then we do it once we're like oh JK (laughs) the people who get good at guitar besides those just somehow natural people practice every day Mm -hmm. so give yourself a good be like for the next two years i want to make it to the point where my soul is now in charge of this life Mm -hmm. to where i can slow down time slow down everything i can start to see things into what they actually are instead of the brain in this primal area and so one give yourself a very long time to practice every day it's not going to happen overnight and that's i think with everything and is it meditation specifically? Meditation, or like what is the pro- like what are your favorite go-to practices? Meditation is huge. Um, you do not have to meditate for more than like three, four minutes. Yes, of course, meditating for hours is great, but honestly, just tapping to that place, you know, why I created a tarot deck is it's such an amazing way to just drop in, pull a card and be like, what what's coming up from the brain, what's coming up from the soul? So practices that kind of help you understand it in conversations, taking a breath before you begin because we often just speak from throat chakra we speak from you know energy is this huge mathematical beautiful space and then words are just like like right now the english language there's only so much to it so pausing and actually embodying what you're about to say and you're gonna go whoa that was something completely different than that quick yes and then all of a sudden you're like no actually (laughs) no you know so you're again like once you slow down to allow the intuition because the brain's going to process fast allowing intuition to speak and again but meditation whether you're even walking or some people in the shower i'm sure you've had aha moments Mm -hmm. and then they disappear Mm -hmm. so it's that place of really just I guess it's a practice. It's a practice, whatever it looks like. Sometimes I meditate sitting. I mean, I usually wake up every morning with the sun, meditate, but there's times where all of a sudden it stops working. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I start walking or at that point, I stare at a wall. And do, Does that make sense? It's like, yeah. just yeah. like if you're playing guitar, if you're doing the same thing over and over, you're going to hit walls, adjust it, adjust it. And so I'm just giving it time. I actually love that you say this because 
I think that people feel like they're failing if like one specific routine that they're doing, they don't feel called to do it anymore. Right. And then, and I think it's like completely okay to pivot that and then stay with what feels good and then come back to it when you're feeling called to it. Does that make sense? Yes. And literally it's how we're biologically, how this whole world, we, you know, if we're alive, we are vibration. If Mm -hmm. something is not vibrating or creating energy for it, it's technically considered dead. So when we say, I wake up every day at seven and have overnight oats. And then next week you're like, that doesn't work for anymore. You feel like you're supposed to do it. And if you say it out loud and you know, social media is such a claim space now that if you are even involved in that place, you're like, well, I just claim that. So that's the place where, again, going to this place of I'm an individual, I change constantly. The only way to stay alive is by literally going forward and an idea can feel literally dead Mm -hmm. to you Mm -hmm. because it's lost all its energy. Yeah. Or a relationship can be like done because it's lost its energy. Even a friendship, you're like, we were vibing so much, but why do I feel this need to go? Mm -hmm. We either don't know what to do at that point. So we create chaos, negative energy to keep energy going because something has to feed off it. Or we accept it's time to go and we let it go. And then we find the next place that gives us energy. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. And I I think, again, it goes back to like soul versus brain because I think the brain is that, no, I must do this. And it's like soul is like, okay, like this maybe isn't working for me anymore. Let let me try a different version of this. You know what I mean? Because what you're talking about, like meditation, walking, staring at a wall, journaling, it's all essentially falls under the realm of mindfulness. You know what I mean? And so it like, it is about finding the modality that works for you when one kind of is like, okay, I'm done with it. And then change it, change it. Like, cause the biggest thing that happens is like, shoot, I fell off for like two weeks. There's no reason to fall off. Like one week might literally be like, I'm going to cook food every day. Food puts you into a different brainwave. Mm -hmm. So, so cook food if that brings you into meditation. Keep a journal around and like all the thoughts that come through. Write it in there. You just want to keep it practicing till it's second nature. Just like brushing our teeth. Just like driving to where the brain does not have to be a part of it anymore. And it can relax and you can take over in a soul sense. I love that. Yeah. So you talked about channeling and yeah. like you know, the faces kind of like talking to you when you were younger, right? Yeah. Now, obviously, like you've tapped into that part of you and you're able to like channel from like, I don't know, like people who've maybe passed like uh, whatever you channel. Yeah. What about in this, this, I ask this because it's been a conversation between like myself and friends. It's like come up over and over again. What if you are channeling for someone and you find out something really bad. Like, does that happen? You know, this is like like this podcast and a lot of the fun things I've gratefully got to be a part of are really fun and light and playful and hopefully educational. But the private sessions I do, it's heavy a lot of times. It's I can imagine. I yeah. spend a lot of time alone. I don't do much. I it's man, it's heavy. It's heavy. It's hard being human and you know. People go through really, really hard situations. And, you know, even going back into places to kind of find that clarity, there's so much space that has to be held. So, yeah, sometimes, and again, nothing's bad, but I would say that the hardest things in life, the really heavy stuff where it's just, it, it is, that's the harder part, I guess, is being there with people during that and having to support them because I'm like, I'm not a professional. I'm just, you know, yeah, just trying to help and heal people along the way. But yes, there's a lot of bad news. I definitely have been the, I've never not seen the bad news turn out to the most beautiful life after. You know, I definitely called my partner one time after doing a pretty huge person and Mm -hmm. something big came through. And I told him, I was like, I'm quitting my job. I was like, I hate my job. I was like, I'm going to be screwed. I just told this person this. And like, what if I'm delusional? Mm -hmm. And after the season like it's it it always works out mm-hmm. um you always are supposed to get what you get i don't believe there's any like wrong terms in life but i've never seen somebody with bad news not come out so much beautiful or if that's a word on the other side so can you see for example like something very bad is going to happen to someone so that's clairvoyance. Yeah. So clairvoyance is, and some of us are clairvoyant. Some mm-hmm. of us are claircognizant, which is the knowing. That's more what I do. Some of us are clairsentience, which is empath. Like you walk into a room, you can feel her, you can feel the vibe. You know, those people that 
if you're a clairsentient and empath, your life is a bit tougher. <laughs> so we're different clairs. So a clairvoyant is this person and animals do it really well. It's where everything happens in a pattern. And again, back to math, mm -hmm. uh, so much of the woo-woo world actually is mathematical is you start to see what's going to happen next. This can happen in a loose context where it's like every time you end up going for it, get everything set up and then don't follow through, mm -hmm. you know? And so until you work on tweaking that math or you can, so some people really have a gift of being like tomorrow, you know, a dog's going to poop on your shoe. <laughs> you know, that I don't, I don't think I excel at the place. I'm sure all of us go like, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. But we wouldn't walk around telling people. Yeah, totally. Because there's so many variables and how it can shift, but you can see what's going to happen in the larger sense. Right. Like if we tapped into it, I could kind of give you how, what you're going to, like what's going to happen in your life in a loose format of judging by the patterns, the algorithms that you have done up until this moment. It'd be really kind of random if you all of a sudden switch course. Sometimes something big comes at us or, you know, we meet somebody and it changes everything mm -hmm. and our paths change, but we still usually stay within these same algorithms. Yeah. Honestly. That's so fascinating. Yeah. So- I want to talk about your tarot cards. Yeah. Okay. For someone who's completely new to this. Yeah. What are tarot cards? How can we use it to tap into our intuition? How did you get into it? Give me all the info. And tarot cards are, and I, I like talking about them because so many people have like a negative connotation on them. I think because of like 80s movies and like religious views that they maybe got a bad rap. But tarot cards are basically paper. Mm -hmm. with different images <laughs> let's be real with a guidebook just like astrology is you know or human design is these places these tools so but what tarot how i got into it was probably about 12 years ago you know again this has always been something that i would do for people just kind of like low-key and tarot just became a part of that and what it does is it helps train the brain so in the morning like every day usually my partner we just check in with self meditate you lay out the cards. You actually think about, okay, I want to pull in relationship today. You run your hands over whatever energy you're feeling pulled towards, you flip it, meaning trusting body knows what you need. So whatever card it is, you can Google it, look it up in a book. And so it, you know, if it's like in relationship, okay, I need communication. Out of anything in the world, I'm going to work on communication today mm -hmm. just to bring that into, you know, this relationship. I do it a lot for work on where to navigate it for self. You can pull with most of us are right hand dominant. Left hand activates more subconscious. Right hand activates more daily. So it's really just a practice of training your brain to trust intuition. And it's nothing more, nothing less. The reason I created my own tarot deck was because a lot of tarot decks are kind of kind of archaic or like a bit like Dungeons and Dragons. I've seen yours. It's stunning. And I was like, why is there not like a coffee table style, clean like thing Sheep. you can keep out? And also when you're reading somebody's tarot, if there's an image that's all chaotic, their energy goes to nerves. And you're like, shoot, now they're pulling from a nervous place. And it starts sometimes going downhill. So I was like, I want it clean because it's my job as a reader to know these cards, not yours to panic. Mm -hmm. So they're just very clean, simple. They have the information you need, but it's not taking you on, you know, imagination tour. Got it. Very yeah. cool. So basically, like if someone wants to tap into like intuition or start to kind of come from that soul place, like they can just start pulling tarot cards in the morning just to yeah, kind of like tap if into I were that to be like, okay, here's what you need to do to be like, here's my mindful practice. Start with just sitting quietly for a couple minutes. Even if your head is spinning the whole time, it doesn't matter yet. Or listen to a meditation. On my Instagram, I think I have like over 150. I know there's a million apps. There's, there's meditations anywhere. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, I want to try meditating, but just try sitting quietly away from your phone. See if you can even start doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you want to pull tarot cards, run your hands over, flipping a card, or you can journal. And just, again, these basic places, then you're like, ooh, I think I got this. I'm going to level up. Some people are going to be like, holy smokes. I like feel like I'm coming back home. Like this is me. Some people are going to be like, okay, this took a good six months. And you know, the nice thing about tarot is it keeps it fresh. It keeps it new instead of that place of I feel so repetitive. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. It's fun to do with friends. It's fun to, even if you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's just fun to help it bring up conversations and topics that maybe even in like relationships or friendships you wouldn't go to. Yeah. And like have that safe container of vulnerability. I love that. I want to talk about like negative self-talk and like yeah. the mean things we say to ourselves. Yeah. How do you use all the tools that 
you've you have in your toolbox like how can someone use a tool from this place to be kinder and like gentler and like battle that's negative self-talk yeah I don't know if you know I meditate every day I pretty much live probably half my hours when I'm not sleeping in channeling meaning a different literal dimension when I get into my brain I literally like even walking in here seeing the front desk guy I'm like oh my god this is a big deal I'm like I'm such a dork what am I doing here and I'm like you know like you it's it our brain is negative Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just say that I don't know anyone, you know, and I have kids and even from when they're little, their brain is a little dickhead, you know, and so we have this place and, you know, our brain is meant to keep us in yesterday because yesterday kept us alive. It's a very like basic thing of like stay small Mm -hmm. because biologically we need you to reproduce on this earth. That's the animal, you know, built in from caveman days. So I don't know if right now it's possible for us to have a more positive self-talk in our brain. We can try, but it will go like, oh, look at you self-talking again. You're like, oh, it knows, you know? And sometimes when we're completely in a channel, we're like listening to music and we're vibing and we're like, I'm feeling myself. You're probably channeling spirit and soul through you. You're not actually in your brain. So the best thing to do is just have your soul there going, it's okay, I see you, okay. Anyways, going back to this, you know, going back to this healthier way. So not necessarily trying to get the brain to change completely because I have not figured that out yet. And I have a wonderful self-talk for my soul. I actually love that you say this because I'll give you like a small example in my personal life, right? I wake up and I have to do something centered in mindfulness for myself, okay? For my own sanity. Yeah, And I do that in the form of journaling. I love journaling. And it's like, it's like a very powerful tool to me. It has been for like years and years. I feel like it helps me start the day and like lead my life from a positive place, you know? Yeah. Whereas on days where I don't do anything, right? Like I just like get up, I lurch into the work day and like answer the millions of slacks and the emails. I feel like I'm, I'm a little bit meaner to myself. Like I'm tougher on myself, you know? I'm not as kind, I'm not as positive. And I feel like what you're saying, it's like, the, the brain is negative. And yeah. so I think you have to like start your day from a place where you're like being kind intuitive of soul exactly. place. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's like a really actionable tip that I think everyone can do. And it's yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I feel like it's a practice that I do all the time. And when I don't do it, I, I feel it like I feel a yeah. difference in the way that I view myself and I talk to myself. Yeah. And we can get discouraged because we're trying to train like turn this brain around and it's like it's man I worked all week right it's still negative (laughs) it's like okay I'm gonna just stop there and realize what I'm working with and it's like I'm gonna lead from intuition and be like it's okay brain it's okay yeah I know that you do Reiki as well yeah and I want you to give our listeners an overview of what Reiki is Reiki is, I mean, when you just put it simply, it's a Japanese healing modality. And it is, so when you channel, you are, again, you're channeling your higher self, great, great grandpa, a body part, you know, intergalactic aliens from somewhere. It's using these few channels. So imagine it about, you know, like, I mean, there's a lot of Reiki symbols now, but traditional, like, you know, just a few symbols of frequency. So you turn it to that dial. They're all very healing They're all very loving. They're all very gentle on our physical self. They work for a lot of people, which you can be like, why did Reiki get popular? I believe it's one of those things that it's like, it works for a lot of people. The frequency, it matches whatever our bodies are at these days. Mm -hmm. You know, I do Reiki. I usually, I, I usually do way more than just Reiki because once you learn how to turn that dial, you can cater energy towards an certain individual way more catered than this traditional just basic energy technique Mm -hmm. and it's amazing and it's powerful because and i'm I'm glad that they recognize it a lot at hospitals you know at i mean it's i've done like some cool reiki stuff at place where i'm like they're allowing me to do this here you know so in a very western world Mm -hmm. so it is beautiful that it's accepted but i think you could probably talk to anybody who does reiki and it's like it's it's like one radio station to such a bigger place of channeling yeah. So Just like mediumship. Yeah. It's like it's one modality. And it's it's interesting yeah. because you have so many different ones that you work with. Yeah. 
And, you know, there's there's mediumship, which again, pass, pass away loved ones. I don't do much of that just because of more of a moral stance on it's great to talk to great, great grandpa. But I think, you know, you have to realize like your view of him. You only knew great, great grandpa. He was also a friend. He was also probably a dickhead to his employer or like you. So the the channel that has to do it, you feel the whole range and you're like, can you give me like grandpa style to this grandchild <laughs> who wants to hear like from you, you as remember a my teddy bear and it's like he's so complex so i usually you know i give confirmations of like the teddy bear the plaid shirt and then i'm like okay great grandpa can you give the whole s- I, I let him speak from the soul more because i'm like grandpa didn't have much wisdom beyond you know whatever his human experience you know so it's, it's more a fantasy of who somebody is so I like to confirm it and then go into more of an energetic space. So I try not to, I don't even advertise it because I find it sometimes, you know, I've helped some people definitely close some mysteries on some things, which I know. So how I view my mediumship is if someone finds me for it, I know it's meant to be because the person brought them there. And it's usually like unsolved mysteries, crazy cool stuff where it's like, oh, this helped. Mm-hmm. But, and then there's like past life regressions, which are radical. Just like in this life, we have our patterns. It starts going backwards. And I believe everything's happening at once. And you start to realize you're in 20 different lives doing the same bullshit. And you're like, I got to cut this out. <laughs> so you're like, whether I'm a princess or... And you can, you can feel all this? Yeah. So it's oh not linear. It's sideways. Yeah. And again, I don't you know understand exactly how time works, but it looks like a blanket more than a line is the best way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So every version of you, meaning every future version of you, you're affecting right now too. So you want to always show up in this exact moment, now, 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 the very best version of all time and space you can be. Like make sure you're completely being the truest version of yourself because it's affecting the whole blanket. Oh my God. Yeah. This is so fascinating. Yeah. I, I gotta come see you. I'm, <laughs> I'm making this happen. Like literally immediately after him. Just going to book a session. Before we wrap, I want to do a quick rapid fire round. Awesome. Okay. So what is a habit that's a non-negotiable for you? Breakfast. (laughs) Someone else has said that too. (laughs) If someone is wanting to learn more about getting into their intuition, leading from a soul place, what's a book you'd recommend? This is just, I'll do rapid fire of Karma by, I think his name's Sadhguru. He's pretty popular, but Karma. Okay, I would I will read that. What is the easiest way to move stuck energy? Let's go dancing. Love that. Yeah, just actually move it off your body. Not I would dance alone, like so it's actual, not like I'm doing the moves like yeah. from TikTok. Yeah, like actually like move it off your body and watch how the energy moves off your body. I love that. Tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram, Jessica Stone underscore Co. And then I have a teaching platform where I teach a bunch of classes on Patreon. I don't know how you find me there. but And where can they buy your deck? My tarot deck you can buy through me or revolve.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for being yes. here, Jessica. This was a Thank joy. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved the episode and feel like it brought you value, don't forget to rate the show and leave a review. It takes five seconds and really helps the show grow so I can keep bringing on awesome guests. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram at Sif Hyder. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I drop new episodes every Tuesday, so come hang with me and shoot the shit with some really smart people, learn and unlearn, and have a lot of fun. See you next week. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.